Welcome to Kick Your Butts, a show where excuses, limits, and boundaries go to die. Where moving through everything that's holding you back is the key to stepping onto your infinite path and achieving the success you deserve in life, business, and relationships. It's time to take those butts and kick them into oblivion. Now, here's your host, Susan Desenzi. Welcome back to another episode of Kick Your Butts, where we obliterate those butts and those excuses, we dissolve those limitations, and we smash through those boundaries. I am so excited today to have a very special guest in the house who is a radical forgiveness practitioner. Now, what exactly is radical forgiveness? Well, we are going to find that out today. Her name is Carmen Trujillo. So Carmen Trujillo is a radical forgiveness practitioner. This is the really interesting thing. She was also trained in clinical psychology in Venezuela. She holds a master's degree in physical therapy and is certified as a lymphedema therapist. Like, wow, we've got, we've got a combination here of the physical world the psychological world, and now we are diving into the emotional world. Like, that is pretty cool. Now, since the beginning of her career in late 1990, her main focus has been in the area of oncology or any physical illness where she integrates her psychology background and the therapeutic skills she has to provide high-quality care to her clients in both English and Spanish and in the individual and group setting. I think that is pretty cool. She firmly believes that there is no healing without forgiveness. Therefore, there really isn't any future without it either. So I want to welcome you, Carmen, to the show. I am so honored that you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. And that thing that when you when you talk about the physical world, the human world, all my studies, I never see it that way. That sounds really cool. The right. way you put it, right? Yeah, I never I never went back to see it. I mean, I seen it that way, but the way you you talk about it was awesome. The way I phrased it, but yes. it's true because, yeah. like, my gosh, you're in the emotional world. You've got a foot into the physical world as a, a physical therapist, and as a certified lymphedema therapist, and you have a master's degree, you know, and have been trained in clinical psychology. So, I mean, my God, you have you have the the gamut there of all all of those areas. So. Again, welcome. I'm, I'm excited to have you here and have this discussion about radical forgiveness. I would love first to find out what exactly is radical forgiveness and how does that differ from just say, kind of not fair to say it this way, but plain old little forgiveness. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. Radical forgiveness is that technique that was created by um, a guy, his name was Colin Tipping. And he started working with oncology, doing retreats for oncology clients. And he found out that everybody, most everybody that has cancer needs to forgive. So at, at that point, definitely you need something quick. So he created, based on, on other studies that he did, he created a technology. We, we call it a technology that, um, that goes through five stages. And through that process, you do it. But the radical part is that 
within the stages you go, the first three stages are like traditional forgiveness. And I can mention you what are the stages, but, and the fourth stage is, is we integrate that part, like you mentioned me, like you mentioned the divine with the physical, you know, we understand that we live in, in a world of the human and the spiritual world. Right. So that is the so radical that integration. Part. Mm-hmm. That integration is the, yeah. the the radical part. I can go further and say that forgiveness is a process where you go, um, like with the chakras. Imagine I'm going to tell you the five stages. Let's go from there. Okay. You okay? Yeah. Okay. The first stage you're going to tell the story. Okay. Like I tell a story of like an experience. Like whatever happened to you and then in the raw, no, no making a pink colors. No, no. Like you talk. Unfiltered and raw. That's the story. Uh, exactly. Okay. That's the start. Right. And, and the second, you feel the feelings. Okay. You, you feel it. You have to, there is no healing, no healing. If you don't feel anything, you cannot heal. Right. So that's the, the two you tell somebody you or, or somebody or we use a, a, a worship so that's the telling the story okay feel feel the feeling and raw as we said and then collapsing the story meaning that we're gonna separate what is true with what is interpretation oh I love that meaning that usually this is the, the part where traditional way of forgiveness work up until then. If we get to the point, oh, yeah, I figured out it's my mom was this way and everything that happened to me is because of my mom. And you understand and you are able to even put yourself in the, in the shoes of the other, okay? But anytime that something happens, you go back to that. You're really, in the traditional sense of forgiveness, you really, really never forget why because when we talk about radical we understand that nothing wrong happened that's where we're like you said we're separating out like that truth from the interpretation up until that point is is we get there but we always are in the it's like a balance between the need to forgive and the not ready yet (laughs) And we always right. balance. Yeah. Not ready the, to let go and release. Not ready. It's yeah. that need to forgive and the need to condemn. Okay. To keep condemning, you know, the situation. It's maybe you think that you forgive. You spent 10 years in therapy and then something happened and you have something going on with your mom or with your husband or whatever. And you're like, oh, get. <laughs> so you, you still don't release that. Okay. So then the fourth stage is when we call it is the radical way, which means that we see that everything that happened happened for a reason and it's a good reason always. Yeah, I okay. believe that. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened happened for a reason and it's for a good reason always. We call that reframing the story. Is when I start talking to you, when I said before that is uh, we go through the chakra way, I'm going to tell you why. The first stage we tell the story is the root of the problem, right? Okay. Yeah. The, the second stage is feeling is the the, sec, the how you call it the sacral chakra is where the creative, the emotional thing going happens. 
And the third stage is the self, the power. And that's you, that you kind of like more adult, that you can put yourself the choose, the, in the choose of the other one, okay? Now, the fourth stage, which is the radical forgiveness, is when you connect to the heart. You understand it has to be a balance. You, you are balanced. It's kind of like you balance your energy, <laughs> your yeah. energy system. Right, I like that. Yeah. So you understand that what happened happened for a reason. And through the, the, the technology, through the forgiveness worksheet, you can understand what is the reason. You start looking like patterns because it start asking you when, this ha- when something that happened in the present triggers you an emo- a memory. Okay, so you can start from now and then the, the form will ask you, when do you feel that way before? Right. Something like, you know, and you can start seeing like numbers, like um, names that repeats, situations that repeats. And all of that will give you, it's like a clue, like, oh, something, something's going on here. Like, right. This happened to me. No. What is going to be repeated is the emotion, like the right. emotion, like mm-hmm. you know, can be like my boss made me feel the same way that my father made me feel when I have eight years old, that abandoned and doesn't listen to me and whatever. But by working with this guy, then I forgive. Oh, I go back. You heal the emotional wound, right? You Absolutely, heal, yeah. And, and we've talked a lot about that on the show, where yeah. you know we we have these experiences and it develops a meaning it gets locked away in our emotional body and our our mental body and in our physical body and then we go through life and have other experiences that kind of trigger those pieces and in order to kind of remove that we need to understand the the illusionary nature of it the 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 truth and the non-truth like you said the interpretation of it and then be able to in order to move with it and through it so it no longer has power over us or we give it power even from a subconscious or an unconscious level we have to be able to kind of reach a place of forgiveness see that's one of the reasons i wanted to have you on the show and talk about radical forgiveness is that you know well, first of all i i love the word radical anyway right yeah. you know because yeah. and and i know we'll get to step 5 in a second I love the word radical because I consider myself kind of a radical and a rebel and, you know, I don't, I don't like following the rules the way everybody, you know, or society always says you got to follow it. It's like, yeah, no, I think I'll do it a little different. And yet at the same time, this is the beauty that there are so many tools out there that can help each one of us. And we can all be talking about some of the same or similar things or exactly identical even. Right, but we can come at it from all these different beautiful doorways. Let, let me tell you something. I I I've been studying now. I'm I'm, I'm listening to a, a summit in online that is I talk I talk about the sexual energy in, in like integrated the masculine and the feminine. Yeah, and it's the same creative energy that you use in order to for, to radically forgive. So you are balancing everything, and I was like. Holy cow! How are you gonna? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing something with the forgiveness and, and the sexual energy and the masculine and feminine because it's 
awesome. It's yeah, just, yeah, I love that. And it's different. Yeah. So you, it sounds like you're going to incorporate some of this that you're understanding now in a different. Yes. Yes, because it's different. Because yeah. it, you know, when you when you learn to do this, you understand that it's a way of life. Right. You learn to live in the present. You learn to live like. I can tell you my story. I don't know. Oh I, yeah, I, no, I I absolutely let's what's stage five, and then I want to hear how kind of your story and how you got involved with this amazing work. Sure, stage five is integrating the story. You need to do something uh, physical. Okay. You need to write it. You need to walk it. You need to burn the thing. And you need to release that energy because we are moving energy by doing this work. So we have ceremonies. Uh, we have um, even doing just the worship you are writing. So you put in whatever is in your mind, write it. And it's very important this part because when you do it just in the mind, it doesn't click. I mean, you understand that, you know, but you have to write it. And when you, and, and I've been fighting when I learned it, I was fighting. It's like, no, I understand this, how it works. And I do it. And it's, I can tell you, it's very different when you just do it in your head than when you write it or when you talk with somebody or when you, when I coach somebody, it's totally different. You have to do it because you have to integrate all that, everything, because you, when you're forgiving something probably from the present, you just cleaning from the past and then you have to write it. You have to let it go and, and, and move it. Right. That makes so much sense. I know as a therapist and coach, how important that has been, not just for myself, but for clients, friends, family, whomever, right? Like we move through something. I even had a business coach recently tell me that I needed to do something physical. And I said, what do you mean physical? Like I understood what he was saying, right? Because I understand this and, and I do this too. But hearing somebody else tell me that I needed to be physical with what I was, you know, dealing with with him and what we were going through, I don't know, for some reason didn't register in my head. And I'm like, what, like, go outside and chop wood or something? And he's like, no, you just need to like anchor it in in a physical activity because it helps to and i was like oh duh yeah like i i understand that you know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah but i mean because we are energy speaking has a different energy in the verbal language right in the verbal sounds that come out has a different energy than just our thoughts so yeah that makes so much sense so i love these steps tell the story in the raw form. Step two, feel those feelings. Step three, I just want to make sure I have these right. You collapse the story and really you're separating the truth from the interpretation. Step four is the radical reframing of the story essentially, right? Yeah. And then step five is doing something physical because we need to move that energy and, and, and its energy itself. So how did you get involved in this work? Yes, um, eleven years ago, I was my husband and I were trying to have to. I was trying to get pregnant, but we couldn't. And I, I went two times to three times. I think I don't remember to do insemination. And I and I knew. I mean, I went there, did the thing, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. And then. My husband was to a, went to a trip and I stayed in Naples and I didn't have anything to do. And I went to a course, I see, oh, it's a course on forgiveness. I have, so, I mean, 
I didn't connect anything like baby forgiveness. I had, I just went because I went, I didn't have anything else to do. So I went to the course two hours and I was like, wow. And I even, not even there, I just bought a book and I read it like in one night. And the next day I tell my mother-in-law, you know what? Don't worry about it. We are going to get pregnant. And year later, I, I, I didn't know. I, I, after I did the, the forgiveness of worship, I have a certainty. That's what happened with it. That, that's what is radical. You have a certainty that what you get through, through that is, it is. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is. You know, I knew. Right. I knew in, my, in myself yeah. that I was going to get pregnant or adoption. I let go the uh, result. Uh-huh. I didn't know if it was a uh, normal way, adoption, somebody give me a baby. I don't even know. I, I have no clue. Sure. A baby falls from the sky and drops on your doorstep. I, I didn't know, but I was I was I was good with whatever was gonna be. Yeah. And I let go, but I was certain. And then after that happened, everything started going to place. You know, I went like, oh, everything. Somebody started talking to me. This is doctor in Venezuela, blah, blah, blah. So I, I went to Venezuela to have in, in vitro and happened that I, I couldn't have in vitro. I have something that is called ICSI. So we both have problems. And, and, and a year later, my, my daughter was born. Wow. And, and I say, I, I truly in my heart believe that this was because of that. And I always want to, you know, I had to teach this. I had to learn this. I, then after that, I went some courses and then I get certified with him to, to, to do this work and to coach this. Yes. Now, are you willing? I mean, you don't have to. We, we do. I just want to let you guys know that when I have a guest on the show, we often have a very short, sometimes a longer pre-call conversation but we definitely have a very short conversation just prior to the show, just to make sure that we're on the same page. And I actually didn't ask Carmen this prior. So if it, if it surprises you that I'm going to ask this and you don't want to answer, it's totally cool. Are you willing to kind of share even just a little about kind of what forgiveness you went into that maybe either you knew about or didn't know about? you know, surprised you or didn't surprise you that you found when you first started doing this work that was part of your journey? Yeah, I can tell you. I, I don't mind and he doesn't mind either. So we we, we start having problems to, to have babies because uh, we couldn't make it in the right way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and uh, and when I when I did the worship, I realized that I was really angry that I couldn't have my baby the right way. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was something inside of me. So I, 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 I was mad at him, mad at myself, mad of the situation, mad of everything. And, and through the process, I understood that. And once I released that and understand that something, I don't know what it is. And in fact, with this work that I'm doing now, I'm realizing that we both are realizing that we have um, patterns in our life that is like weird, like 
like I'm talking like a 48, we're working together in this, this thing that connected the sexual energy inside of our, our masculine and feminine and him, his masculine and feminine. And then at 38 is when I connect with the radical forgiveness thing. At 28, my father died. At 18, I lose the virginity. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, wow. So like every and 10 years. Every 10 years, something. And then I talked to him because we we're doing some work together. And I I'm talking to him and he has the same 10 years thing. And it's like, holy shit, what is this? I mean, he has the same pattern up, uh, and it's related to masculine, feminine relationships. And wow. mommy figure, that figure, all that stuff. So it, it, this work is amazing. And it's what I love about it is that it's very quick. I'm a psychologist, like you said. I studied psychology in my country, but I, I always like to work with the physical illness and stuff like that. And I hate when people tell me, like, I have 10 years with a psychologist or with a psychiatrist. I hate I it. I know, it's right? Like, I don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. I know. So this is so quick and so transformative that, I love it. And, and, and it doesn't mean that after that hour, my life was like perfect and I don't going to mess oh, up anymore. Right? No, but, but when I'm into whatever, I use this and it's over. I, I don't, I don't dwell into the drama and go to the victim. What this does is like you get responsible for your own life. So, after I realized that I was when I was doing the 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 radical forgiveness with my husband, everything started like it's like all my chakras and the heart chakra and everything get like balanced and the two energies start working together. Like I went to Venezuela two months, I leave my job two months uh, for two months, I went there, did the treatment, he went for a week, do whatever he needs to do. Like everything like boom 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 and it's like it's like the creative energy. It was is balanced. Was balanced. Everything was unbalanced. With this works, you balance your energy. That's 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 what happened. That's so cool. So did your husband get on board once you like right away? Did he yeah. see the? Yeah, he saw the value and was like, yeah, oh, oh yeah. wow, this is cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And was he able to reach kind of those places of forgiveness relatively yes, quickly absolutely. for himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we work that. together. We, it's not that we don't have problems or whatever, but everything we can work together in in that sense. We're he's very spiritual, <laughs> and me too. So we we work the same language. So he he's on board with me with whatever whatever crazy idea. I, have. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a partnership, right? You're really oh, yeah. you're, you guys are a good team. Yeah. So I and I wanna I wanna keep talking about radical forgiveness, but I just had this curious question too that like, so how did you get involved then, right? You're trained in clinical psychology, you know, and, and you, you know, have, are doing this work in radical forgiveness, but somewhere along the way, you got a master's degree in physical therapy and a certification in, as a therapist in lymphedema, like how, how did you go from kind of this psychological world initially to then this very physical like physical therapy that's wildly different <laughs> yeah everything when it's a full circle right now 
Let me, I start. When I was studying psychology, my father had a stroke in the, la the last year. And my thesis, we had to do a thesis in the last year. I was working with an oncologist that worked with breast cancer patients. And that was my, my I spent like two years, <laughs> even though I can, I can spend like just six months. I went two years because I just love it. Ah. At the same time, I, I love that part. And I was like, I was working very close to the doctor. I, I love it. At the same time, my father had a stroke and he has to have PT, speech therapy at home. Uh -huh. And so, I, so I, I, I graduate and then uh, my father's still at home. We, get, we became very, very close. So he was very different before the stroke and then he passed away oh, i'm then, sorry to hear that then a year passed and I, I was like i don't know i don't i don't know how to how to get to whatever and um i decided to come i see the connection between the pts and, and my father i see the relationship and I was like, oh, I love this thing. So I decided to study, uh, to, to have a, a master's degree in physical therapy. My oh, brother. I'll just, I, you know, I'm just sitting around one day and I'm like, you know, I find this thing that I kind of love and I just, I'm just going <laughs> to go get a master's degree in it. What the heck? No, because, I, because I like the medical part to work yes. with people. Yeah. And I see the PT working with them and talking and, and the relationship that create they create. And I said, this is a, a great way to connect. And I, and I like the medical part. But I was, uh, let me see, I was 27, 28. I said, I'm not going to study medicine. I'm too old for that. So that's what I say. Okay, I can connect the medical part and the psychological part with this thing with this and physical therapy and i in no way shape or form was not making fun i was admiring it's kind of like i'm just sitting around one day sitting on the couch going oh what the heck i'll go go get a master's degree in this thing it's like i admire you you know you have this you 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 set your mind to something you found something that was passionate for you and interesting for you and important and had meaning for you, right? And and relevance because of your father. Yes, but at that point, I didn't make the connection of the oncology yet. No, no, but that's okay. But you still like saw the value, right? And and you then instead of just you know this is the thing, the so many people have interest in something or a passion in something or feel, uh, I don't know, some topic or piece of work is important. And they don't really go any further with it because fear gets in their way or their butts, their excuses, their boundaries, their limits, right? That past conditioning, those pieces they haven't been able to forgive and move through or with yet, and they let that stop them. And so what I was, what I'm admiring and, and, you know, I surely hope it didn't sound like I was making no, no, fun. No, absolutely, no, absolutely not. I mean, I tell everybody, everybody, everybody look at me like, where do you do that? <laughs> do I'm just like, a, I'm trained in clinical psychology and oh, I'll just go get this other master's. Like, my God, that's awesome. That's incredible. And let me, and let me tell you, it's not that I was the study girl. I mean, I hate to study. It's not that. No. Oh, that, now that's a trip. 
So now I, I moved to the United States okay. to, because my brother was here teaching in the university. So I, I moved and lived with him and I went and I studied physical therapy, the master's, a master's degree in physical therapy. So I graduated. Oh, and they give us a class for lymphedema. Ah, okay. And they give us a class. I say, holy, this is it. I connected. I could, I, finally, I get connected to thing. So I started working in, 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 in a big hospital and they had lymphedema, but it was huge people with things that, oh, that's not what I want to see. I want to see the, uh, the lymphedema for breast cancer and the arms, something more, you know, like. Sure. And I forget. So I started working in a home care company and they told me, one day they called me and they said, do you want to get uh, certified on lymphedema therapy? And I said, oh yeah, we pay for it. I said, oh, absolutely. So that's what, what it came to. And, and then, of course, when they, they refer patients to you, it's patients that have lymphedema or venous insufficiency, stuff like that. And I love that part. And when you're doing the massage, when, you do, when you're treating people, you, you take like 45, 50 minutes with the patient or 60 minutes with the patient. And you talk, and you talk. And I'm a psychologist. I don't, people talk to me. <laughs> right, right. So... so I, I, you know, it's funny because I always say, like, even at the third visit, they told me the story, and I go like, boom, boom, boom. You know, I, I, I can do, I, I can coach them, and I, I, I tell them, okay, this is what, how, you know, it, it's something that I'm very intuitive. So yeah. at the third visit, I can tell, and they told me, how in the hell you get to this conclusion when I'm being in therapy for ten years and no, right? Yes, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so funny. Yeah, I love I all oh, see and and that's you know, I think it's really important that when you have those abilities, when you have those talents and skills and then you get some of the, you know, I guess we'll say official training or backing just because, you know, people uh, here's the truth Carmen, like I personally wouldn't care if someone was trained or certified or licensed in something if I knew that they had a solution to my problem or my issue, right? You know, but I know that there's a lot of people like in our fields, in, in the world of psychology, in the world of therapy, you know, chances are high somebody who's seeking out like a therapist isn't going to go to someone who, let's say, let's say you weren't trained in clinical psychology, right? Mm -hmm. And you were a physical therapist specializing in lymphedema and even radical forgiveness, let's say maybe they were aware of, and they came to you, they probably wouldn't be as likely. Now you have a personality that's going to draw that out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're comfortable with you, but they're probably not seeking you out to like do therapy. But in mm -hmm. the process, Absolutely. right? But in the process, you would be able to kind of offer up things. Well, it's the same thing. Like I come to you as a therapist. I may not be looking for help with my lymphedema issues or my your if there's arm, a, your knee or whatever, yeah. or forgiveness or whatever it might be. And so I love that you have blended these three in a way that's like you get again that mind, that body, and that spirit. The um, kind of piece together. I, I've never seen it that way. I love it and. If I have, well, I mean, <laughs> goosebumps. Yes, 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 yes. See? I've never seen it that way. So, so like I come to you for um, a, a, 
what is it what is it called like a lymphatic massage kind of thing yeah lymphatic drainage massage yeah okay so i come to you for that and i'm on the table and you're doing your thing and you know then i'm talking just because you're 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 kind and you're warm and you're easy to talk to maybe i don't even know that you're a psychologist right and i'm talking and then you're helping me move through those pieces and doing parts of radical forgiveness and i get off the table and i'm like holy shit like, I, uh, yeah, I always, I, I always remember a client that I went to the house, to her house, and she opened the door and he said, "Well, she, I think she was seventy. I, I have uh, breast cancer. My my sister had breast cancer. She didn't even say hello. I mean, I just went in and she, I have breast cancer. My sister had breast cancer. My mom has breast cancer. I had to do the radical mastectomies and whatever. I say, hey, listen, stop it. We need to cut that pattern. There's a pattern. And she looked at me like. What are you talking about? Right. Like, give me a, give me three days. And I will tell you because I cannot go like boom. Let me tell you. Right. I, I, you need to, you know. So at the service, it's something like that. I we were talking, and she told me, you know, my mom, my father, you know, told me the story, her story of her life, and I said, okay, listen, this, 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 you know, and she was like, whoa, how you manage that? I say, well, you told me the story, so I explained to her, and she say wow, this is something cool. Yeah. So how does it work now? If somebody were to want to like do anything with you, right? Like whether they come to you for radical forgiveness, whether they're coming to you for kind of the, the medical side of things or even the psychological side, how does that work in your world? Do you, do you, do you have an office? Do they meet, do you meet them online for the things that aren't physical? Yeah, I can do coaching online. I go to the houses of the of the people for a massage, or they can come to my house too. And I do group group therapy. Like it's a, a workshop, a ten week workshop that I have that I'm planning to. I'm gonna be doing it online, but it's gonna take time. <laughs> but it's it's, it's ten models. Uh, the first five weeks we go uh, with a book. Like we forgive a lot of you know. I explain what it is for radical forgiveness. We make a list of people that you think that you need to forgive. We make a, a, a timeline, you know, five years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, or, or whatever, to see patterns, to start looking at patterns. And then the rest of the five weeks, we work relationships, um, manifest work, health, purpose and so it's like a, a transformation workshop and it's very cool uh, i'm planning uh, i want to do it online too but um if not is I, I do it here in naples it, it can be in my house or it can be in another place we, we just have to plan it yeah so that's the uh, again for for you guys listening there's a a, a form that my guests fill out in order to be on the show that, you know, just helps and it gives me some information and some background and things like that. Because sometimes I know my guests very well personally, and sometimes I don't. And Carmen, I have not physically met before in person. We met through a mutual friend who also lives in Florida, who, who recommended Carmen to me as somebody who might be an ideal guest for the show. And I said, oh yeah, and Carmen and I had a conversation and I was like, oh my God, I love her. She's down to earth, she's real. And you all know that this is about keeping things real and being down to earth and just you know, being who we are. 
And uh, I said, yeah, I would love to have you on the show because I think that what you're doing is amazing. And I know it would bring a lot of value to all of you guys. So in that, though, she talked about, is that what you're talking about? You talked about this 10-week transformational workshop that you had titled like From Seed to Bloom, which I love that, by the way. That is really awesome. So you currently do that live right now, but you're looking at maybe bringing it online at some point? At some point, yes, yes. Yeah. At some point, that's going to be my 2020. (laughs) Oh, I hope hope it's sooner than later, girl, because I think that is a massively needed workshop that I just can't imagine you not being sold out every time you launch. Yeah, well, it's kind of tough sometimes to do it, but it's because of the word. The word forgiveness is a problem. And my objective here is to make people understand what what forgiveness truly is. Well, what, yeah, I would love to hear what it is. So forgiveness comes from the Aramaic, and it means to cut, to untie and what we're going to untie, you will say, is our vision of a situation, the perception of the situation. When we do the radical forgiveness, the stages, what I did with my husband, for example, I cut the perception. This is all your fault. You did this to me and blah, 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 you know, whatever. Right. And I say, okay, you have some issues. I have some issues. We can connect. We, and, and everything is like I untie my story. Right. The past, the, whatever happened, it happened. And it's always happened for a reason. And it's a, it's, it's a good reason. Uh-huh. So that's really what it means. It's, it's, it's to, to change the perception of the situation. And that's what I said. I don't know if we talk about this uh, when we talked the first time. That's why I like to do it with the sexual energy, with wine tasting, with food tasting, to, to make you understand that reality is what happened between our ears yes my reality you can be in front of the same thing than me and your reality is going to be different than mine exactly you're going to persist on totally different so imagine that you and i have a problem and you did something to me or i did something to you you have your story i have mine and i can say oh you did this to me because you're a son of a son of a bitch and do whatever you know whatever and you all know I did this to you. I didn't do anything to you. I didn't. I have no clue that I did anything to you. Exactly. Exactly. And then you make interpret. That's that's the third part. When you when you when you separate the truth from the, from the interpretation, is is that is whatever happened is is a five percent of the of what happened, and and the 95 percent is interpretation. Like I'm not good enough. Nobody's gonna love me. Um, I know nobody's gonna take care of me. I'm not. You know, it's like, and and you bring that up all your life. So when I when I talk to you about the wine, is that's what I do. And and I did it the other day. I did a, a group, and I show them a wine, and I show images. Okay. So taste the one with this image, with another one. And the image is like one is happy and another one is sad and another is jelly. And everybody have different tastes. So it's interpretation of the world outside, the world inside, and the world in the present moment. Yeah, exactly. I, I can give you the $100 bottle of whatever, 
And if you are tasting that wine and you're fighting with somebody, ah, and you're taking, you know, and that it's going to take different, like if you taste somebody and you are in a romantic dinner and meeting the guy of your dream, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's the same bottle. So what it, what it changed was, what it changed is just the surroundings. It's nothing else. And our else. perception. Yeah. And our perception. Yeah. So that's what it is. You cut, you untie the perception of the situation that happened. And uh, I, I hear sometimes one, one guy says like, you can change the past. And, oh, like you're like, what? You cannot change the past. Well, yes, in a way, you're going to change the memory of your past. That's right. You change the way your mind and your body hold on to it. Yes. For sure. And, and, and it's your and it's responsibility. And that's where, where choice comes in. And my, my company is called My Healing Choice. That's what it is. I have the choice and the power and everything in my power to make whatever the fuck I want with a story. You know, I knew that's why I liked you. Like when we first talked, I'm like, oh, my God, I like this chick because (laughs) she's like, you know, look, you know, it's about it's about keeping things real. It's about understanding we have that power and we have those choices. I know like one of the ways that I always approached forgiveness was I, I, I love language, so I break words down. I don't do it purposely like, oh, I'm going to sit down and break down a word today. I just see things, right? And from way back, I don't even remember when, I always saw forgive, forgiveness as for the giving, right? Like I give back the issue that was yours that I took out. You were crabby at me. You were bitchy at me. We're friends. We were at lunch. You said something, I don't know, out of character, mean, whatever. I interpreted it as something bad or negative at me toward me about me like oh my god carmen's never talked to me like that like blah 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 i create this whole story about it and then i'm taking on your issue your bullshit internalizing it turning it on myself like you said like look i'm not good enough or she doesn't like me or what the hell's the problem and i think it's the same with forgetting right like mm-hmm. when people say i forget that's for the getting. It's in there. You got to go get it. Here it's the giving. We got to give it back. But we'll have to learn the tools, yeah, right? Yeah. We yeah. have to learn the tools on how to do that. One of the things that is very important for your listeners, I'm not saying, we are not saying here that we're going to forgive and forget and it's no right. responsibility of the other person. It's right. not letting anybody off the hook. But let, let's put another, another very important thing. The real forgiveness is a mystical experience. It's something that has to be done that cannot be done through the human, like with us human, like our human mind cannot come You don't to think you. so? No, I, it, because it's really hard. We, we are human. We are a spiritual being living in a human spirit. we're human beings having spiritual experiences and we're spiritual beings having human experience we're both correct so you cannot forget somebody that raped the murder the whatever you know what i'm saying wait 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 a minute wait a minute no wait 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 let me let me finish my idea okay what when there is people that are able to do it right away however however it's a mystical experience in the sense that you you have to think that it's something 
that you cannot see that that makes this happen. It's like I don't know. It has. I don't know. It has to do with with your belief system. And your, it's, it's it's spiritual. I'm not talking about uh, you know religious here, but right. Let let me explain this part with with an example. Imagine a tapestry, okay, and and and, and, and turn it on the back. The, the the old tapestry that they used to the whole the old. Ugly thing. So if you see it on the back, you see it through the human eyes. You see it like all ugliness, all all the stitching, fire, and all the, the stitching, right. all the crazy stuff. Right. What if it, if you turn it around, you see something beautiful. You see the whole picture, whole picture that your eyes cannot see through the conscious mind. You cannot see that. However, if you cut any anything, any knot from the back. You distort that that picture. The beautiful picture is, is over. You cannot have it. So that's what I'm saying that everything happened happened for a reason. And it's like, so every single thread is there for a reason. Don't cut it. Okay? It's there. So those those knots are the spirit, your your bad experience, you, you know, the, the things, the ugliness, the the rape, they have, you know. So when you forgive, you don't forgive through this, with this. We are, oh, no, we you what. forgive through you your heart. Is that you, what you, you mean? Is that- that's what I meant. That's what I meant. It's, it's a mystical, that's what it says. Oh, it's see. a mystical okay. experience. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a divine, it's when you connect your tribal energy with your heart. And that's, that's to pass. And once, once you do that, once I learn that, I never forget, I, it, it is in my, it's in my blood. It's like it's like you learn to to ride your bike. You never forget that thing. Right. Yeah. It, that's it. it yeah. It's over. I, I don't need anything else. I know how this shit works. I can pick up. I, I can stay in the victim story however long I want. Right. But I have the tool to do it and to get rid of this shit. I I I, I it's on me. No so, matter what. And and I want to point something out to to you guys out there listening. That, you know, I, I hope you really get that what Carmen's saying is that you, you, you don't have to be spiritual. It, you know, it doesn't have to be this mystical woo-woo kind of like all of a sudden you hear angels and like, la, la. It's what she's talking about is that you connect to a place within you that is from sources, from whatever you call your source, your grace, your your heart's voice. I've always talked about it like heart's voice, soul, whatever, because everybody has different language. You're connecting to that place where you're able to let go from a place of love, not from a place of mind and thought. Now, you may say words. You may find yourself saying a new story. You may find yourself feeling differently. I I know for me, I am a six-time sexual assault survivor, and people have not understood how the, the chapter in the book that I wrote like almost five years ago with Neil Donald Walsh and Marcy Shimoff and, you know, a group of like 25 other amazing souls, my title of my chapter was called It's a Matter of Trust. And it wasn't about trust like I needed to learn trust. This was about how I found the gift in in those experiences that happened 
and how if those men sat before me right now, I honestly, truly, and deeply have nothing but love and compassion with and for them. I have completely forgiven them and let go of all of the the harshness and the victimness and the fear and all of those things that were part of my life on and off for years. I have truly let all of that go and they could sit before me and I would have nothing but love and compassion because I did exactly what you're talking about that radical forgiveness really helps you to access and dive into and that's connecting and finding that place within where you're able to reframe your story, let go and reach that place of forgiveness. And that's, I love it. I love that work. It's important. A a word that we use very uh, a lot is willingness. You don't even have to believe this shit. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just right. You don't even have to believe it. You only have to be willing to the possibility that this works and that this, whatever happened, happened for a reason and it's a good reason. If you even said that, right, right, because you didn't, you weren't thinking about it when you first came it, right? No. You know, it wasn't like I'm going to go forgive today. Yeah, and there yeah. is there is no way to prove. But the thing is, let me let me maybe an example. Like I went to a, a church and they were giving a sermon, and I go to Unity. So the lady was talking that she was uh, she was raped too. And she used to bring that story to every single word that she goes. And I was very, so all of a sudden, one of the guys that were giving the, the, worsh, the worship for her said to her, okay, listen, enough with the story, no more. And she was like, oh, like, wow, because we as human are used to gears towards the victimization and we where we go to tell the story to the person that is going to protect me and it's going to reinforce that victim story and this guy was like oh no no here and then she was and then she said okay okay now tell me what i'm supposed to do i don't know anything i don't know anything and he said to her he said to her why you don't think that maybe that guy came here for you to learn compassion and to learn to never ever ever do that when abuse anybody or abuse anything and she was like oh okay i like it so and and that was it she she changed you made the story whatever the story you want it doesn't matter i said well i mean i don't know maybe this guy came for me to change my job or to change my life or whatever and and if it's that way i have to be thankful for that's all right so that, that's, that's the way it is. It, it, and, and you choose the, the story. I choose my story. I don't know if it's true. I, I cannot prove it. I don't care, but make me feel good. And that's what I want. I don't, I don't care anything else. Right. And, and, you know, why do we as humans, some of us, not me, not you, I'm, I can tell that I, and I, I know that. Why do some people, though, absolutely, I mean, I know the answer, but we're just, I'm asking it, right, you know, as though we're going to just have this conversation about it, need that quote-unquote proof in the sense of, I don't know why things work, but if it works, I'm going to use it, whatever it is. If If I put chocolate and avocado together, and it sounds disgusting, and it works and is delicious, I'm not going to ask, 
well, why would I put chocolate and avocado together? I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to put chocolate and avocado together and I'm going to eat it. It's going to be awesome. It's the same kind of thing. Like we can choose whatever it is to be our story. Who cares? When you said the willingness, it reminded me of the 12 step programs, right? That you don't have to have quit like an AA for an alcoholic. You don't have to quit drinking. You have to have a desire. You have to have a willingness and basically be open to the possibility that someday you'll choose to give up the alcohol. It's the same thing. You have to be willing and be open. And I think, you know, honestly, Carmen, I think that is a huge key. Absolutely. For anything, because within that willingness and openness, we then are expanding into the possibility of the awareness. And then when we expand into that awareness, then we are expanding and opening into the reality of how to use these tools and these skills that we may not have been aware of before and are now learning and how to apply them to anything and everything. So, if somebody wanted to come and see you, you know, you may not be doing a lot virtually online at this point yet, but you're working toward that, which I, I hope is sooner than later because I think... No, I can, I can do Zoom. I can do Zoom now. She's <laughs> I like, I can, fuck I, can do I can do Zoom <laughs> now. Tomorrow. I'm going. No. Yeah. So how would somebody find you if they wanted to work more with you or, or, or whatever? How would they find you? Okay, my email is uh, chooseyourhealing at gmail.com. You said choose your healing uh, uh-huh. at gmail.com. Beautiful. Yes. My uh, Facebook and Instagram is my healing choice. It's the same. Pretty tool. simple. Yeah, my pretty healing simple. choice. And my webpage, which I'm still working, but it's almost pretty much, is, is uh, chooseyourhealing.com. Chooseyourhealing.com. Oh, see, I love that. Choose your healing. So what would be, and this was something I did forget to ask you prior to, these are, you know, with, with the name change of the show a while back to kick your butts, I added two signature questions, right? I changed the name of the show again because I wanted to create a little bit lighter spin on how we work in, through, and with all of those emotional things and the physiological things and the mental things that can kind of get us trapped and caught up and and stuck, right? And to really bring people on to help people understand how to kind of move with and through all those pieces. And so with that and going into kick your butts, which was about the butts and the excuses and the limitations and the boundaries and getting out of that limiting box that we kind of place ourselves in, or we think the world has placed us in, which is total bullshit. Like you said, it's a choice. We've placed ourselves in that, is looking at those butt moments we've all had, right? So I forgot to ask you this before we started today. What, I have a good one. Good. What, was, what is a big your kick your butts kind of moment that you had to kind of kick through? Well, somebody kicked my butt. They literally kicked your butt. <laughs> they kicked my butt. Yeah, let me tell you the story. The story is very simple. I was working uh, at home care with companies. So I, I, I'm, I'm used to be like 
every two weeks my paycheck, full time, blah, blah, blah. But I, ha- I was hating it. And two years ago when the hurricane came, I had to uh, leave my Naples and go to Western. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to I wanna stop this work. I want to do my thing on my own. I want to do my healing choice, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So come back from the hurricane and they called me from the from the office and say to supposedly the year meeting and they said well we have to go down to prn because <laughs> because of the money problems and i was like holy shit well wait lie i don't mean to interrupt you but for those of you that don't know prn means PRN as needed means like as needed as so, needed yeah and i was like oh god this is not good because it's a small com- it's a small company and i was like Oh, so life kicked my butt. And I've been delaying that thing for two years already. And like, no, 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 because of, you know, afraid fear of not having my, my every two weeks, my paycheck and, you know. Right, the safety of it, yeah. The safety and it kicked my butt. And I was like, of course, right away, I went to the victim story, blah, blah, but I have this tool and I understand that, or I do it, or the universe will kick your butt. Yeah, you definitely, you were like, I want to, but even if it was in your head, I want to, I will, but I need the money, I need the security. And the universe said, hell to the no, girl. We are literally going to bash you over the head physiologically and emotionally and make you see that this is your direction now. I love, yeah. And and if you find this, this can happen at work, this can happen with relationship. You go from one relationship to the next one, to the next one, and you know that something is going on that you you have to get rid. So, or you, or you do the change that you have to do, or the next experience is going to be worse and the worse and the worse. And, you know, it, like, like, it's, it, it's like the universe asks, okay, you do it or I do it. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I have those moments too. <laughs> and the, and the problem is that sometimes the universe don't do it. Your the problem is sometimes the universe doesn't do it that and, and that nicely. So you have yeah, to move exactly. your butt. So what would be a piece of kick your butts kind of advice that you would want to okay. offer to my audience? Okay, if you think that you are in one of the situations like that, I think one of the best thing to do is to do every single day something outside the box. Oh, I like that. What do you mean by Meaning, that? Meaning, and I, I tried this last year and it's the best thing I ever done, is to do every single day something that you're not used to. For example, I can be oh. from can be from the smallest thing, like you know, go for to work in a different for to a different role or if you are like me if you go to a restaurant and you always order the same thing because you want to go to the same thing you order something different or you sit in a different place or what i did i'm not very like marketing review meetings and stuff like that to meet you know yeah i hate it so i'm like go there girl you have to so then that will build your confidence uh-huh. And you're yeah. gonna meet people, and you're gonna, you know, you. It's like you're telling the universe, okay, you're getting ready. It's not the perfect thing. It's not whatever, but it's. And then you're gonna. See, I start meeting a lot of people. I start doing things, and, and it's, it's like a like a like a wave, you know. Yeah, it's so you show the universe, like you said, that you're willing. You're willing, yes, and you're, you're open. Willing. I love that. And, and 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 you will say that this is nothing to do with forgiveness work work. 
But like I said before, forgiveness is a way of life. Oh, absolutely. And, and it is absolutely part of forgiveness because I think everything that we do helps us to peel away those various layers of story that we've been conditioned to believe our truths and, and to believe are part of our identity. And so when someone shows us that there is a different way, you know, it's not a better way or a right way or a wrong way. It's just a different way to maybe kind of come at the story to reframe it. When they show us that there is a possibility, my God, like, you know, for, for those of you that are listening now who may not have heard the first many shows of, of this show, it was called Infinite Possibilities. That's, that's who I am, is about infinite possibilities and helping you learn to step on your path to infinite possibilities. You have to know what's possible. And so you have to be able to forgive yourself and what you perceive to be the people in the world around you for the wrongs you perceive that you feel they were done to you. One of my most favorite kind of, I I don't know if it's it's a little story, but in a nutshell, it's kind of like a, a philosophical quote. And it's, I think it may have been Einstein. I, I cannot remember. I'm horrible with some of that kind of memory. You look at life as to whether or not you believe the universe is hostile or a friendly universe. And the truth is, is that it's a friendly universe. If you believe it's a friendly if universe. You, if you choose to. If you choose to, exactly, you'll recognize that everything that happens always happens for you, even when it appears it's happening against you, it's still for you. It just may take a little longer to see. And I, and I love that we have radical forgiveness and the way to kind of do it and follow it to be able to dive into that, to that piece. Now, you generously have offered to give the audience something what what would yes. you like to offer up i'm going to i'm going to give you uh, some uh, like like people can use uh, really quick and fast like if you are you know i don't know you fight with your daughter your son your husband whatever you have a bad day or something and at work whatever you can repeat this few times this is like four stages the four step of forgiveness is to change the energy of the moment. So before you go to, before I have this interview, I read it, you know, like you want to be like calm and whatever. Oh, before you have a meeting or whatever, you you repeat this and, and you will feel better. So it's look what I, have, what I have created. That way you take responsibility of the, you know, whatever problem you have. I notice my judgment and feelings and love myself anyway. I'm willing to see the perfection in the situation. I choose peace. So you say that like a few times and you, you will see how that will change your energy. Sure, for sure. And if people wanted, they can go to your website, chooseyourhealing.com and download the Radical Forgiveness Worksheet, right? Yes. Beautiful. Well, any last words of wisdom or advice, Carmen, that you would like to offer up today? Life is only happened once. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. 
And if you learn to see it the ways within the two worlds, it, it becomes more easier. And once you learn this tool, it's not because I'm <laughs> teaching it, but when you learn it, you change li- your, your life change. It, it, it is, um, it isn't my genes. I don't know how to put it all the way. Yeah. When you learn to forgive, you heal, your life becomes much easier. Whatever happened in the past, you are grateful for. And because of that, your future, the story of what if, you just trust them because you know already that whatever happened is for the benefit of yourself. So it's just you learn to live in the present. That's all. So true. So, so true. Gosh, that is, you know, it is about living in the present. Well, thank you again, Carmen. It's been an honor having you on the show. What a fantastic conversation. I love to meet like-minded people who are working to change the world and create a larger impact by doing the amazing, beautiful work that they're doing. And you are one of those people who just has just God, I just love your background. It's it's kind of like there there's a a friend I know who's a psychologist, a lawyer, and a rabbi. Yeah, and they call her the radical rabbi. And so I hear you with radical forgiveness, and I'm like, well, you're a psychologist, and you're a physical therapist, <laughs> and you're a radical forgiveness practitioner. And I'm like, God, there's this radical piece in there, not just because of radical forgiveness that makes me want to call you like, I don't know, the radical emotionally physical i don't know you know something it's <laughs> like it, it, it tied together yeah. it's like right That's good. you know yeah well thank you again i am so honored please everybody carmen isn't just you know a physical therapist and a psychologist and a radical forgiveness practitioner she's an amazing dynamic down to earth heart centered woman who has learned how to walk her walk through the journey in her own life that didn't allow her and her husband to be able to have a child until she was able to move with and through those pieces that were energetically held in her body that were preventing her from being able to get pregnant. And lo and behold, that year later, she had her daughter. How amazing is that? She offers individual coaching and you know study groups and all kinds of workshops and you, you may not necessarily have to be in Naples pretty soon here to be able to do more work with Carmen. She absolutely does coaching online now. Please reach out to her at either chooseyourhealing at gmail.com if you want to email her directly or go to her website at chooseyourhealing.com and download that Radical Forgiveness Worksheet. It's free from the five steps she's talked about If you can get that worksheet and start moving through some forgiveness in your life, it is 100% worth it to just kind of get that worksheet and, and follow it and find that you are releasing some things that you've held onto. Thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for making it so light and so true. You know, it was it was a very nice. I was a little bit nervous, but you make it so nice. Oh, very, I'm, very... I'm so glad. Oh, I'm, yes, oh, yes. I'm so glad. It didn't show at all. Yeah, if you, you, no, you make it. You you make it. You make it. You make I it. I make it easy. Oh, they did. Yes, yes. Make it easy. All right. Well, for all of you out there, remember that 
you can obliterate your butts and excuses. You can smash through those boundaries and limitations and dissolve them. All you have to do is be willing and open to know that there are infinite possibilities waiting for you to step onto your infinite path, become who you were meant to be. I believe in you. And here's believing in you until next week when I see you again. Have an amazing, amazing week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to Kick Your Butts, where sitting on your butts is no longer an option, figuratively and literally. To access the show notes and important links from today's episode, please visit kickyourbutts.com. While you're there, please share your Kick Your Butt story by clicking the Start Recording button. It might just be included in a future episode. Thanks for listening today. Now get out there and kick those butts to the curb.